I strongly believe as parents and caregivers that it is our job when disciplining our children to reach their hearts so they not only become more obedient, but also want to become more obedient and want to treat people with respect and love. Today, Dr. Scott Taransky is going to share three important teachings from his book that will hopefully help you transform your child's heart. We all know that parenting is hard work and life can get busy. We've done the research to help you. So let's dig deep with Leanne Mancini and work together to help you raise strong Christian kids. Well, I'm very excited for today's guest because I am a graduate of Biblical Parenting University and Dr. Scott Taransky has the best resources for any parent, for anything he, a parent wants to do, disciplining or learning how to talk with your child or connecting with your child, transforming their heart. And Dr. Scott Taransky is the co-founder of the National Center for Biblical Parenting. He is also a professor at Concordia University, where he teaches the master level parenting class to students who will be social workers, counselors, and ministry professionals, and also for parents. He has written 15 books on parenting, and he and his wife live in Lawrenceville, New Jersey. They have five children and eight grandchildren. Welcome to the show again. We're glad to have you again. Well, thank you very much, Leanne. I'm grateful to be with you. I know that parents are hungry for solutions, and if we could come at this from a biblical, practical approach, parents just get energized and excited about the possibilities for helping their children to overcome challenges or or become disciples of Christ or to just meet the goals that they want for their kids at any age. Yeah, education is so important for anything that we want to be successful in. And parenting is easier when you are educated and and biblically educated on what God expects you to do and given resources to, to do it, especially at Biblical Parenting University. So can you tell us how it serves Christian parents? A Biblical Parenting University is a online university where parents can take classes in parenting. So there are, first of all, four significant classes that talk about how are we going to get things done in family life, another one on correction, another one has to do with building responsibility in children, another one has to do with just building internal motivation in kids. And so as we help parents work through those classes, big things happen in the lives of their children because they're taking biblical principles and applying them to the parent-child relationship. So now we're building life skills in children. We're not just getting things done. Most children will evaluate whether things are going well in family life, whether they're getting the things done their parents told them. But parents want more. Parents want to help them to develop the life skills necessary. We're going to show you what that looks like. Then there's the two other classes that are offered for the coaching program. When a parent needs a one-on-one coach, then we bring that coach alongside that parent and they have access to particular material, kind of take them through the class. So those are are guided classes that a parent might want because they just want someone to walk them through some very important aspects of parenting and individualize it, personalize it for them. So those are the other two classes that are significant courses in uh, Biblical Parenting University. You can find that at biblicalparentinguniversity.com. Would you be kind enough to share one or two examples of a success story? Sure. I had one, uh, there was one client who was in the biblical printing coaching program. They contacted me and as they were describing their child, they said, our child is a terrorist in our home. I said, what do you mean? He says, well, he's 10 years old. And at 10 years old, he is uh, already telling us what to do. And, and he can't follow a simple instruction without arguing and 
he is threatening us with whatever. And so what we're what I said was, look, it sounds like he's going to be a leader someday. Well, they took some of these ideas in week one about visioning with their son about being a leader and then putting into practice the exercises because it's a very practical exercise-based program. And in two weeks, they could not believe the changes that they'd saw in their son. It was just a major shift that their child had experienced. I had another parent of a 12-year-old a girl who was adopted and they were homeschooling and lots of resistance. And so we talked about some of the tools that we offer at the at the program, and they started working through um, Biblical Parenting University. And the very first lesson is about relationship, how we can strategically strengthen relationship. And mom did that on one evening and said, right, we sure like that read aloud that we read aloud together, don't we? And the next day, when mom got out that book to read it out loud, the daughter put her head down on mom's lap. Mom says she's never done that before. Relationship was the tool in that case that really reached this child. I work with parents who have kids with ADHD, kids who have anxiety challenges and disorders, children who have oppositional defiant disorder. I've worked with parents whose children are in school and the school wants outside help. So I become that expert who comes in in the IEP meeting. And I just explained it, even though it's not a, a Christian school, I'm saying we use a heart-based approach. And it's amazing how many of those professionals are saying, how can we learn more about what you're doing here? And so I'm able to share with them more about the tools that we use to bring about change in a child using a heart-based approach. And you're saying two weeks, you can bring a total turnaround in the relationship between the parent and the child. It's amazing. Yes, it, takes, it takes a lot of work. But it is true that uh, we work with children of all ages. And, and not only do we train parents with the coaches we have, but we train the coaches. So it's a powerful uh, way to bring about change in children is to use this heart-based approach. Yes. And I think all parents are coaches. They're to walk yes. alongside their child and to coach them. So I really highly hope that parents who are listening will be able to check out Biblical Parenting University and become a coach just so they can coach their own children, if they, even if they don't want to coach other children. So could you share three important teachings from your book, Parenting is Heart Work, regarding getting children to listen and obey? Sure. Number one, I would suggest that we need to go into the heart. Parents think they know what the heart is. They want to reach the heart of the child. But God gives us the word heart in the Bible 750 times. That's what the book Parenting is Heart Work is about. It's a book that's used in three seminaries now to in their parenting program because it's just this biblical study of what the heart is. So just think about, let's start with this triangle of things that are in the heart. Desires, delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. So we know desires exist in the heart, and they get kids in trouble all the time. What I want, I want, I want, I want. Then there's emotions are inside the heart. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, and many other verses that talk emotion, about emotions. And emotions are, I feel, I feel, I feel. Now, the desires and the feelings get in the way of children doing what they need to do. The third component is beliefs. Beliefs. Children believe strange things about life, like my parents shouldn't interrupt me when I'm in the middle of a, of a level in the video game. So there's these beliefs that children have about life, that chores are mom's work, or the kitchen is her responsibility, not mine. And, and this, these beliefs have to change in children. So this heart is this very important place to work. That's number one. We focus in on the heart of a child. Secondly, we recognize parents are the best counselors for their kids if they have a good plan. And if parents can recognize this, then they'll, because parents often see a problem with their child being defiant or their child not listening, not obeying, and they'll say, I got to get some professional help. Well, the best way is to get some training as a parent because you're the one who's with them all the time. So as, you're, as a parent working with a child, you can do a huge amount to help children make changes because you 
are the parent. You're the one that God has placed in charge of this child. It's great when we're working on that level. But let me give you a very a third thing that's very practical that you want to consider as you're working with your child. And I would suggest you consider your action point. The action point is the point where you stop talking and you start acting. Many children don't learn by conversations, although we want to have lots of conversations with our children. It's valuable. But they really are learned through practical application, but through exercises. So when you stop talking and start acting and you say, look, when I call your name, you need to come and you call the child's name, we're not talking anymore. You're just going to get the child. I called your name. You need to come now. What we're doing is we're teaching our children what they need to do in their own hearts. There's this wrestling that children have between the I need to and the I don't want to. Yeah. And we're going to help that I need to grow more and more in their lives. And so evaluating the action point is powerful. Every parent has an action point. And it's different among parents. So that's why dads sometimes can't get things done as fast as moms or even get things done faster than moms because of the action point. Now, sometimes that action point is anger, and that's when uh, we end up harming relationships. So understanding this action point is a crucial idea that'll help parents be more powerful and significant in working with their children. And, And you talk about when you call your child to come to you. And there is a, a way that you can do this because you say if they don't come the first time, then you call them again and again. The first time is really not a command. It's a suggestion. They don't believe it's a command. Yes. Now, we don't believe every child needs to come instantly when children, when parents call them. I, I think it's a, we don't want to have an authoritarian approach to parenting. But there's some children who can't obey without an argument or without the wait a minute disease or without... They just don't have what they need. And so we engage in this particular activity to come when you're called with some children. And we're pretty strict with it with them because it is one of the training exercises that teaches children to give up what they're doing, to let it go, so and follow the instructions of a parent. This is very important when we're dealing with so many things in family life. If you're helping a child to have emotional control, they have to learn how to let go of the emotion and move forward. Letting it go is significant. Every time you call a child's name, You put them into the heart where they must wrestle with the, I need to, but I don't want to question. And you're helping them to wrestle with that. And we want the, I need to, to grow more and more and more. We are actually in this exercise of coming and called, building in children a sense of obligation. Obligation is this internal sense that I need to. Many children don't have enough of this, I need to, in their lives. And they would benefit tremendously by exercises that will change the tendencies they have. So they're not saying in their heart, no, and that comes out as defiance or wait a minute. Now they're saying, yes. So when you call a child's name, it's great for the child to come and say, yes, mom, because the yes is helping a child learn to say yes in the heart instead of saying no. It's surprising how many children, their instant response inside the heart is no. We want to turn that around so they can say yes. This is just one exercise that we engage in. And could you just briefly walk us through an exercise, like how that would work out? A parent would say to a child, come, John, and then what happens from there? So we encourage parents to just say, John, not anything else. But first we have a meeting and we say to John, John, hey, uh, you're you're four now or you're 14 now or however old they are. And and I want to have a good working relationship with you. So we're going to implement a new plan. When I call your name, you need to come right away and say, yes, mom, to me, come to me, close to me. And we're going to work on that. So if it's a four-year-old, we might practice and say, go stand over by the couch. I'm going to call your name and you need to come now. So we do a little bit of practice role play. With a 14-year-old, we're going to say, one of the key things in life when you get to be an employee is you need to be responsive 
to your employer. So we're going to practice that now because I want to help you to be successful in life. So when I call your name, I want you to stop what you're doing, whatever it is, and I want you to come to me and say, what mom? Now, some of our kids are hyper-focused because of hyperactivity disorder, or some children are just in the habit of not listening. So we may need to get close to them, even in the same room while a child's playing in a video game and call their name John and expect John to turn around and look at us. We're building responsiveness to authority. We're strengthening that. Now, the child never knows why he's being called. So that's why we don't say, John, we're going out the door now. We just say John, because we want to build in him this sense of letting something go and coming, building the sense of obligation, which is the foundation for responsibility. We're teaching John this thing in his heart that he needs called obligation. So we're just calling his name. If he doesn't come, we're going in there and we're going to enforce that. You don't have to go to consequences yet. Parents move to consequences too quickly. Just go in there and enforce it. Your words are important. You need to come now. And so we're helping the child learn how to respond better to authority by practicing this very important skill. I love that. And and then when you give the command to do whatever you want the child to repeat it back to you so that they understand fully and you know they understand fully, and then you stay there until the task is done, whether it be putting their shoes on, getting ready to go in the car. It's so important. If you're consistent, like you said, consistent is key. Doing it over and over, it becomes like brushing their teeth every day. <laughs> yes. Every one of these steps in the first cycle, the cycle of getting things done are important because the cycle is building responsibility, responsiveness to authority, diligence or hard work, perseverance or hanging in there even after you feel like quitting. A whole host of qualities are built inside of a child when they learn how to obey. That's why God puts it into his word that this part of a child's job description, children obey your parents. But it doesn't stop there. In the Lord, because it's within the obedience process, children are learning some spiritual skills of trust, giving up their agenda, following the guidance of the Lord. And then it says, for this is right, because this is a conscience-related statement. I need to do the right thing. I need to have a clear conscience. And boy, we're doing so much work here just by helping children learn how to follow instructions. Well, we are going to have you on again. This is such great wisdom, and I hope our parents can start to apply that, just that one technique, and, and check out everything you have. Thank you, Dr. Transky. Hey, it's great to be with you, Leanne. I'm looking forward to our next session. Sounds like we're going to talk about some great things there. And this is how we all work together to raise strong Christian kids. Thank you for listening to this episode that is part of the Spark Media Network that can now be heard on the Edify app. 